Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Uh, you know, brothers and sisters, there are sisters in India. I'm sure all of you are very well aware of what's happening in Masjid Aqsa as we speak. Uh, over 200, maybe 300 injured. Uh, the Khanazir have done what they are doing in Masjid Aqsa. The doors have been locked, they're going inside Masjid Aqsa and beating the people while uh, people are praying, the army walking, and all kinds of. I'm just using the term of Quran users, so I'm not, I don't really care. Not in the world, really. So, brothers and sisters, sometimes we have to be, we have to, uh, you know, if, if uh, if we don't say things the way they are sometimes, then you lose touch with the reality. Am I right? I mean, if I don't, if I, it would be, it would be a disservice to the Ummah to stand in the night of Qadr, which maybe could be, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our ibadat and qiyam and siyam and everything else that we are doing to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers, brothers, it's very important that we realize what's happening in Masjid Aqsa as we speak. Masjid Aqsa is part of our deen. And freeing Masjid Aqsa is also part of our deen. Salahuddin Ayyubi, rahmahullah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring him back and an army of him, may Allah bring men who will stand like Salahuddin Ayyubi. He used to, he stopped smiling. He stopped smiling. He said, I would never smile. They, his soldiers used to come and tell him, why don't you smile? He used to say that, how can I smile while Masjid Aqsa is under the hands of, of the Crusaders? And that was the, that, that's what leadership meant. That was the meaning of leadership. That they were leaders who actually cared to that, to that point that they knew what it means to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect the symbols of Iman, to protect the symbols of Islam, to protect the honor of Islam and the Muslims. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, before I actually go to my topic, I just wanted to put out a reminder that these days of Ramadan are days of training for this Ummah. They staying up of nights. You know, the not sleeping, standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 30 days of standing and constantly asking, even if your feet are swelled up. Many of us stood all our night, most of the nights of Ramadan, asking Allah for forgiveness, asking Allah for istikhama, asking Allah for mercy, asking Allah for victory, asking Allah for acceptance, asking Allah for his pleasure, asking Allah for his, his victory for the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So once we stand, then there has to also be action. Meaning that you have 
heard the Quran, right? Iqra, you read the Quran. Then after you read the Quran, then you stood up all night to train your soul and yourself with this Quran. And now the life of the Quran is not just that you read the Quran, but you understand the Quran and that you implement the Quran. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to be of those people who will be people who not only read the Quran, but those, inshallah, among those people who will work hard day and night to please Allah to be able to implement the book of Allah. Ameen, Allahumma Ameen. So let me ask you a question. Who wants to go to Jannah? Raise your hand. I can't. <laughs> and you know, so let me ask you again. Who wants to go to Jannah? Who wants to go to Jannah? Rasulullah he one time he asked, he was standing in front of the Sahaba, and he said, who wants to go to Jannah? He first, he actually described the Jannah, and that's what I'm going to do, inshallah. He described the Jannah, after he described the Jannah, he asked the Sahaba, he said, now who wants to go to Jannah? And the people raised their hand and said, say inshallah. Insha'Allah, because after, at the end of the day, brothers, all of this we are doing to please Allah, so He enters us in His Jannah, out of His mercy. That is the whole point of all of this. That is the whole point of the struggle against the Bukhar. That's the whole point of, of standing in front of Allah and pleasing Allah and making sure Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts what you have to do with the giving and, and, the, and the siyam and the, all of it. To just make Allah happy that, oh Allah, accept it. Because you are Akram al Akram. So the Prophet Asadah one time they asked, you know, Imran, Musa ibn Imran, he asked, and Musa alayhi salam, in one of the hadith, he asked the Prophet, he asked Allah, there's a conversation going on. So he asked, he says, Oh Allah, describe to me the lowest part of the Jannah. The lowest part of the Jannah. He didn't say the highest, he asked again, he asked, in the next part of the hadith, but he says, Oh Allah, just show me, describe to me the lowest part of Al-Jannah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, a man will come on the day of judgment. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell him, Oh you, oh so and so, enter the Jannah. So when he says, he says to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah, you want me to enter the Jannah? He says, yes, enter the Jannah. So he says, it seems that everyone has already entered the Jannah. And everyone has already gotten their places in Jannah. So how, where, how am I supposed to, where am I supposed to go? But this was one of the last people because he's supposed to get the lowest part of a Jannah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answers to him, he says, Did you ever, did you know about a king, someone who was so rich, a kingdom, somebody who was mighty on earth? Did you know how powerful this he was and what he owned? He said, yes. We know how kings live. We know how they lived in today, how they live. So he says to him, how about if you get more, 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 to the point the man, he said, Allah, the man said, enough, I mean, enough, five times the man said, Allah said, more, more, more. Fifth time the man said to him, Man, it's enough, enough. 
And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and who Allah Azza is, Alhamdulillah, says, and ten times of that. And that is the lowest part of the Jannah. And that is the lowest part of a Jannah. Then he asked him, man, how about the high? The only how about this? You know, think about this for a moment, but Salamun Just for a moment, I want you guys to think for a moment. Allah extends his salam to you. Think, empty everything out of your head. If you were, now if you're going to pray after this, and your tomorrow's fast, just think about this for a moment. What are you willing to do for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to say to you, Salamun qawla min al-Rabd al-Rahim. Salam to those who your Rabd was Rahim. But what do we do for the dunya? And imagine what we do for the dunya. Just when your boss, some simple guy, who, who, who just to get his okay, just to get his pleasure for a moment, to get that higher job, to get a little higher pay, to get this and that, students, what they do with their professors, just to get a little, you know, to get on the side of the professors, to maybe to get a little, little you know, the, the higher grade. What don't we do? Now imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, He says to Musa alayhi salam, those people who are going to get the highest place in the Jannah, I have made a special thing for them. Everything I have made it and I have sealed from the seals that no one has no one knows. And this is special for those people that I, I this is for me to them. No one will no eye has ever seen. No eye has ever seen. So then he says, and think about this for a moment. When we are doing everything that we can to get that small piece of land in the Jannah, inshallah, Jannah for those al-A'la, that's what we are seeking. So then the Prophet he says, before he said to the Sahaba, say inshallah, he says, a brick of gold and a brick of silver. Imagine this house. A brick of gold and a brick of silver. Then he says, the cement is of musk, a sweet musk that smells of musk. And the dirt of sweet saffron and the pebbles of pearls and emeralds. And the wife that you will have in Jannah, that you will stand there and just look at her for a hundred years, just to observe her beauty. And the Prophet when he was explaining this, he says that she is waiting for you now. You see, this is a this is the whole point. I mean, who wants to raise your hand? MashaAllah, somebody got the point. Who wants to raise your hand? You know what must hold? Raise your hand, Nabi. Oh Allah, give us the most beautiful white hoor that you created for us, Ya Rabbi. This is what we are doing, this for the hoor in Jannah. And we want that Jannah. And the Prophet said, 
if you were to just see her hair, her hair, just one string of her hair was to be was to be shown on earth, it would be brighter than the sun itself, it would, the whole earth would be brightened by it. Just her hair. Can you imagine? And then the Prophet, you might be thinking, how about my wife? How about my wife who takes care of my children? Who everything I do, she's the one making sure my children at home are growing up saying, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. How about that one? He says, your wife will be 70 times more beautiful than the most beautiful or in Jannah. Imagine that. Make sure you go and say this hadith to your wife. After 10 days, there's no more fasting. Think about this for a second. This is the Jannah. Jannah, Jannah, Jannah. Brothers and sisters, it seems that our youth, they have forgotten what Jannah is. So they made this dunya into Jannah. Because they forgot. No one is standing and telling them, do you understand what Jannah is about? Do you understand why it is that we have to struggle so you get that Jannah on that Jannah that we are looking for and a promise of Allah 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 and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not he does not turn away from his father this is a wa'da to those who believe in him Allah is saying وَبَشِّرُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ جَنَّاتٌ تَجْرِيكٍ Brothers and sisters what, are, what is it that we are we are forgetting the real goal the real objective this is what we're forgetting, the goal that we want, that Jannah. We made this dunya into Jannah. We forgot the real values and this is our problem. Is that this is, we ran after the dunya and dunya made us its slave. Slave, we became the slaves of the dunya. Rather than seeking the akhirah. And this is why Khalid bin Walid, when he would stand in front of armies of 60,000, 70,000, 100,000, he would not come, he would have to explain. The only thing he would say sometimes is, who wants to go and see his group? That's, that's, the, that's the only thing he would say. And this, those people would do everything possible. They showed the world the meaning of sacrifice and love of Jannah. And I'll say one more story and I'll finish it here because they told me 10 minutes I think I have two more. Especially the youth. You know, yeah, I saw the photo, saw the photo, but I don't know the photo. And you know this, I have to talk about it. You just nap in the end, pull up to me, nobody knows, but I don't know the end. There were two youths, there were two youths, the pastor talked about this. He said there were two youths. They always, always, especially the youth here. Who's the youth? Raise, raise your hand. Who are the youth here? MashaAllah, you see, I, I, I did it too. MashaAllah, Tabarakallah. And you know the amazing thing about it? It's you will be you in Jannah. You see? No matter how old you get, the Prophet says the heart of a man is always young. He's always seeking what the young people are seeking. So he puts it in Jannah and he says, You'll never get old. You will never get old. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that that even when they wish for the fruit, the fruit will come in front of them. Just wish it. The fruit will be there. So Sabiqun Sabiqun, these people who were everything that they could do to be the first one to, to the love of Jannah, brothers, the love of Jannah is needs to be implemented, inculcated in our hearts. That every single time you do anything, you clarify in your head, I want the pleasure of Allah, so He puts me in that Jannah. 
So these two youths, every time, if his brothers fast, they were, they were like brothers, and they would compete in what is good and what is khair. If one is fasting two days, the other would fast four days. If the other one is giving, the other would give more than what the other would give. Competing in khair and, 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 and competing in everything that is good. And even when it came to battles, they would compete and go and meet the enemy before the other would meet. So at one point, this young man, he got caught by the Quraysh. He got caught by the Quraysh, this young man. And they're torturing this young man. And they're torturing him, and they're torturing him, and they're torturing him. And he keeps laughing, and he's laughing, and he's laughing. And the, to the point, the Quraysh, they said, what's wrong with you people? Psychologically, you lost your head? Yeah, because the only thing I'm thinking of Jannah. Anybody who realizes Jannah is breaking from it, this dunya becomes nothing, brothers. This dunya becomes nothing, has no worth at all. But you have to believe in Allah like that. And you have to believe in the word of Allah like that. And you have to believe in, in, the, in the words of Allah like that. That's what it means. Then you see Jannah, believe me. Like that woman, who's that Sahabiyah? Name that, who's that? Sumayyah radiallahu anha. She said, Ya Rasulullah, I can smell the Jannah. They're torturing this woman. Subhanallah, man. And she's saying, Ya Rasulullah, he's saying, Uspuriya al-Yasr, Uspuriya al-Yasr. And she's saying, Oh, Ya Rasulullah, I can smell the Jannah. Don't worry about me. You know how they killed her, right? You know what they did to her, right? Abu Jahl took a spear and, and they, they stabbed her in her private parts and she was split in two. And the sister, and this, this mother of ours, she died this way, saying, I smell the Jannah. I can smell the Jannah. This is the love for Jannah you must have. If you don't have it, do something with your heart to grow this love for Allah and Jannah. If not, our youth and generations to come will rot in hell of the dunya and the akhirah. We have youth who are reading Quran and smoking weed. We have youth who are reading Quran and committing zina daily. Quran, what happened to this Quran? Jannah. 
I'm crying because my brother made me to Jannah. That is love of Jannah. Because they knew what Jannah is. They knew who Allah Azza wa Jal is. They knew what it means to love Rasulullah. Rasulullah today, brothers, just imagine what is happening with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. With what face are we going to show our face to Rasulullah sallallahu With what face are we willing to stand in front of Allah? Brothers, we must go back to the book of Allah and the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi and we need to get back to the book of Allah in a way that our hearts and our minds are so close to the book of Allah Azza wa Jal that the moment Allah says whatever it is that Allah wants from you the only words that should come out of our mouth, our tongues is Samana wa We hear and we obey. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sira are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.